0: Welcome to the Let's Grow podcast. Uh, very happy to have our friend of the show, Leo, on today. And, of course, beautiful Maddie Moore, who is not with me today, but she's with me in spirit and on the camera. Hi, Maddie. Hi. Uh, so Leo is our, is our guest today. So we're going to go over a, a number of topics. Uh, but first, I wanted to introduce him. Leo's a friend of mine. Uh, he's an up-and-coming comedian uh, over in Santa Monica by the beach very jealous of him. Uh, but Leo, why don't you kind of say hi and explain uh, just a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, man. Uh, well, first of all, thank you for having me. Uh, I think as soon as uh, Fabian messaged, he was like, hey, you know, me and Maddie are doing this uh, podcast. We'd love to have you on and, and talk. I'm uh, grateful for the opportunity to hop on, you know, so I'm always I'm always down for, uh, you know, uh, for exposure and just having a great conversation with uh, like-minded individuals. So um, a little bit about myself. Yeah, I'm a stand-up comedian. Uh, I'm originally from a country called Bosnia, if you're familiar with it. Uh, so we kind of moved. We moved from Bosnia into uh, Florida and I started my uh, comedy in Florida, actually. Um, so uh, from there, I actually was pre-med. I finished school. I did uh, organic chemistry. I'm big into science. Um, I actually graduated. Hey. So, yeah, I'm huge on science, <laughs> science facts. And, um, <laughs> and I was baby in those two. That's, right. That's yeah. great, man. Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah. So I have, I have a few friends who, uh, who are comedians and it's, it's a very interesting, uh, just world. Uh, Maddie, I don't know if you've ever delved into the the world of comedy, but it's, it's very political too, man. Like there's, there's like cliques and there's friends and there's like, and then, uh, yeah, you piss off one of the big guys and they'll be like, Hey, like, you know, don't book (laughs) them.
2: Oh my God. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it
1: really is. It's almost like getting blacklisted. Um, but, uh, and, and even in addition to that, I think we live in an interesting uh, generation now, where um, even if you don't book those venues, or even if you have a slip-up that happens to rub someone the wrong way, I mean, you can hop on YouTube, you can hop on TikTok, you can hop on these social media platforms, and, and create your own show. And 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 we're living in this very. And, and I love I love to call it the the you know the, the the blessed generation. You know, with with the internet, we were blessed with it. So um, yeah, I, I've had my fair share of saying the wrong thing and then rubbing people the wrong way. <laughs> um you know but i always say you know that sounds like a personal problem so uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's better to not learn the hard way sometimes i think
1: right oh, you're, you're always you're your best teacher too as well I, and I, w- I would say east coast and west coast comedy are two different two different types of comedy oh
2: uh, my god my family's from new jersey it's completely different
0: you know it's funny i i'm, I'm a huge eddie murphy fan but, and dave Chappelle fan my two favorite comedians man like I don't like, I, I, you know, I don't like any of the new people because I feel like there's just a, a rip. I like any of the Eddie Murphy wannabe types, like uh, Kevin Hart um, and uh, Cat Williams. Like to me, they're just the same, but just a little bit of different delivery. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, Eddie Murphy Walby's my favorite, and you know the he's stuff a he's classic. yeah, and the stuff he said back then, like you couldn't say that stuff now, man. So I, <laughs> I, I always think mm-hmm. like, how much do you have to self censor yourself as a comedian now? Even though it's comedy, um, and I know Dave Chappelle talks a lot, but he talks about this a lot in, in his in his stand up. But, like, I mean, how much is, especially him, he, he can get away with more. He's Dave Chappelle. But, you know, as someone who is not Dave Chappelle,
1: like, do you self-censor yourself now in comedy, or is that? Um, With, with, uh, personally, I don't. Um, I, I strongly believe in, you know, if, if my, if my jokes hit, they hit. Um, and then I just kind of move forward from there because what I don't want to do is become something, you know, it, I, I don't want to be, uh, in a sense, uh, puppeted and orchestrated by the the crowd itself. So if I want to, you know, if I want to go a certain route with with my, I'm big on dark comedy, you know, and I when the whole George Floyd thing happened, I have a, I have a, I had a joke that was, a, you know, an I can't breathe joke, and I kind of made the uh, joke where. Um, it, it, I won't tell the whole joke here cause I'm more of a storyteller, but it was kind of the gist of like, am I not allowed to say I can't breathe when I laugh anymore? Like that whole thing as well. Mm. And that yeah. and certain crowd I and get that... so
2: offended sometimes it's hard. Mm-hmm. I'm sure.
1: Right, right, right. And so I, I would say I had a lot of success with it, but I did have individuals that were just kind of like, wow, boo and all that kind of stuff as well. So, you know, you do, you do hit, uh, um, certain individuals a certain way, but I, I don't like to censor myself, uh, because then I change who I am. Because um, if I find something funny, I would hope that my viewers find that funny. And if you don't find it funny, then you're not my type of viewer. Uh, so no, yeah, that's, that's
0: what I believe in. Maddie, uh, I'm sure you've seen comedy and just what what people, what's normal or what's acceptable change across the years. Like, what do you think it was? Like, like what do you, what's
2: made things change? Yeah, like
0: what what happened to people
2: do you think i don't know it this goes with like a lot of things like you said everyone nowadays is just so offended and i'm like you guys like need to get laid or like are you hungry like what is wrong with you that you're getting is making you so like like that because i i i agree even with social media like you, you have to be really careful with what you post and what you do like i mean here's an example right like kim kardashian and kylie too i think they've both gotten um, shade for going darker like getting a spray tan and just w- they wanted to be more of a golden look and it went super like people got so pissed about it and they were like honestly I just wanted to have more of a golden glow like I think that that's beautiful it wasn't to be offensive but it's just an example of just like how much people like genuinely like I, I we just have we have to keep I guess having conversations about things until people feel better but it's like I don't know when everyone got offended by everything because like you said I think if you, especially if you're going to com- a comedy show, you should be like ready to be kind of open-minded and just like take things lightly and it should be like nice and airy and, and chill like you shouldn't unless someone's like super fucking racist and you're like, oh my God, like what? But a lot of things aren't meant, meant to like offend anybody. It's just supposed to be funny. You,
0: you know? know, you know, you know, what's interesting is what is the fear of being t- of being looked at like that as someone who is offensive? Because what it is, it's the fear of having your social media deleted. Right. Like, that's what it is. And isn't it crazy that that's what, it's it's not being looked bad by people. It's, it's the fact that our voice is going to be taken away. And who determines whether that happens or not? It's the social media. So the social media, uh, whoever runs the algorithm there, they are the, the determinant of what freedom of speech is. And this is, like, actually a big thing happening right now because, um, you know, obviously the government so okay well the constitution dictates freedom of speech but they're supposed to be the government is supposed to be the end all be all the rather than you know the the constitution but if we're letting these social media platforms dictate who gets booted or not then who like who gave them the power to
1: do that
2: well yeah we're supposed to have like freedom of speech right so it's kind of like where's the white like the thin line
1: Mm -hmm. And and i and i do agree on uh you know, when you're in a certain caliber, such as, for example, LeBron James, or like you mentioned, Dave Chappelle, like I, you do have to watch out what you say because you are a brand. You are the brand. You know, you are the face of. And so you can't really say as many things as you as, as I can say as an up and coming, you know, artist, creator, uh, comedian. Um, so I, I feel like I have a little more lead way. But but back to your guys's point, you know, it's, it's we live in a very uh, interesting time. Uh, where you can literally be canceled after one show that went wrong, uh, and then we also have this cancel culture, as well. Yeah, that's also very interesting. You know how they? You know, I think it was Dr. Seuss at one point was getting was getting canceled, and I was like, how? Oh yeah, his his <laughs> his books.
0: You can't find them anymore. A lot of the books. Mm. Really? Oh yeah. I did not hear about that. Yeah, he had like uh, in in some of his books. You know, there was an Asian person with like slanted eyes and they said that that was racist. And then there was like, uh, I forget something, but like a black guy in there, they said it was racist. And they basically took him off Amazon, but there was individual sellers selling his books. And those books were going for like uh, insane prices because they weren't going to print them anymore. So those are, yeah. like, that was like the last time that you could ever get those books printed. Mm. It's crazy. I think
1: that's crazy. Yeah, and it's just, and, uh, it's weird.
0: and you know what's messed up is – so if, if you think about it, what, what is cancel cancel culture? Cancel culture, people are pressuring these companies to cancel your show or they're threatening not watching it. So the whole reason for the cancel culture is because they know they're not going to make money off you anymore and selling advertisements. So that's right. all they care about. So cancel culture uh, in its essence is just someone's ability – to make money off, us, off whatever you're doing or not. It's not about like, oh, they're being mean or they're, they're being racist or they're being whatever, sexist or misogynist. Well, it's just about making money.
1: Mm-hmm. How many
0: viewers is this guy gonna have, right?
1: How yeah. much money can we make Jeez. off his viewers? That's it. Yep. And that's it. 4,000 people
0: on, on Twitter said that he's, you know, t- are, 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 are saying cancel him. Is that is that enough for us to cancel him? And then they have actuaries say, well, you know, some advertisers are gonna pull out so, we're going to lose 40% on the show. All right. What's our budget? Uh, it doesn't make sense. Cancel.
1: Mm-hmm. That's literally mm-hmm. what it is. Cut the court. I think it's almost—it's very similar to, like, you know, when uh, when um, an NBA player or an athlete is getting traded, you're just going to get that call in the middle of the morning. It's like, hey, guess what? You're being traded. It's the same exact thing. It's like, oh, hey, guess what? You're being canceled. Wait, yeah. from what? Oh, from your last show. You no, know, you know, so on and so forth.
0: Yeah. Uh, Maddie, you know, what? Uh, did you ever watch the. Um, What's the the Baby Yoda show? <laughs>
2: um, on uh, it's on was Mandalorian. It on yeah, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah,
0: uh, Gina Carano, she got can she got canned from that show because of her post on social what media. Post? She said something like, uh, something something along the lines of like, if you pressure me to wear a mask, that's what the Nazis did in Germany or something like that, and that got her canceled from the show.
2: <laughs> Sorry, that I shouldn't my- laugh, but like, what the fuck.
0: You know, that line. Um, It's, it's, it's interesting. And uh, yeah, I don't know how we went down this road, but this is kind of what we always do. But yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting, man. So Mm -hmm. um, as a comedian, yeah, I always think about that. Like, I'm glad that you don't self-censor yourself. Um, But I know, you know, there are a lot of comedians that are trying to make it and like kiss up. They don't want to step on anyone's toes. And Mm -hmm. that, that diminishes the entire point of comedy is to point
1: out things in life. And it is tough to do because like me moving forward, you know, I just I'm an entertainer at the end of the day. You know, it's uh, I don't necessarily want to be the greatest community of all time. But if, if that happens to happen, then it happens to happen, you know, but I love getting it into, will um, happen.
2: We're going to speak I'm, it into existence.
1: Oh, without a doubt. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure. Up every sure. Ha- everything's <laughs> happened. Right. Without a <laughs> doubt. Like I, I have an end goal of mine and all that kind of stuff. as Well, but I'm just getting so I'm getting to a point where in my life I can stand in front of a thousand people and not have my knees trembling and shaking. I was going to say,
2: do you ever get nervous? Because, like, I have my days where I'm like, I get nervous.
1: I, well, it, I think nerves are good because that means you feel something and you're human, right? Yeah. So, uh, I do get butterflies in my stomach, but I don't get nervous anymore because if I butcher a line or if I butcher a joke, I'm the kind of guy that then moves no one laugh.
2: <laughs> They're like, well, wait, what?
1: That's it. Just keep moving forward because a lot of of people like to, uh, you know, say the joke. And if it doesn't hit, I've seen so many comedians get up there and butcher a joke and then just sit there and then just stand there. I'm like, you're making it worse by not saying anything, (laughs) you know, keep moving, because I guarantee you the next morning when, when, uh, you know, the next day, when all those people that came and watched your show, they're not going to remember, you know, they'll remember every now and then of what you said and what you didn't say. But they're going to remember your funny jokes. No one's going to remember, oh, Leo said this and then it wasn't funny. It's like, no, Leo said those seven (laughs) other things. And I almost pissed my pants and it's like, yeah, that's what they're going to remember. Um, but it is a very mental game. And I think uh, it's, it's like mental training. It's almost like when you, you wake up in the morning, and make, you know, gratitude list and you're, you, know, you write your thoughts and stuff. Um, it's an exercise, more like a brain exercise. And I, and I would say me doing, you know, getting in front of people um, is, is, is definitely an exercise.
0: You know, there, there's a comedian, I forget who it was, but I, I went to go see him and um, he said a joke and everyone started laughing and he goes, oh, great. I just wrote that last night. Okay, let me make sure it's good. Then he said but, another uh, joke, um, <laughs> and it didn't really resonate. And he goes, "Well, guess what? I'm not using that joke the next time." So it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just
1: practicing. I mean, absolutely. Seeing
2: what works and what doesn't work.
1: And yeah. even if and even and even if you say a joke and it and it doesn't hit on like two different types of audience, like you know, just run it, run it again. You just got to know your audience. Yeah. You know, and I'll, I'll come in with you know, uh, you know, th- five three to five solid stories that are you know uh, funny. And then if I'm saying one or two of them and the second one doesn't hit, then I know to kind of, you know, just shift my strategy a little bit.
0: Um, yeah, you know what one one of my, my favorite my favorite performing comedian other than Dave Chappelle is uh Russell Peters.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like man, that guy, I've seen him twice. I've never yeah. seen someone poke fun at the audience so well like that guy. Um, there was one show I saw him at the Bray Improv. He had no 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 lines. He all he did was just make fun of people in, in the audience for his entire it was the funniest wait, thing ever that? russell peters he's an indian I've guy seen, from canada oh
2: god, I've, seen, I've seen somebody wait 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 i have to ask you this before i forget have either one of you guys seen the absinthe show that is one co- comedy show i've been to and i hated it
0: no i never seen it no. where's that at
2: oh my god so it's in vegas and um it's, to put, it's apparently, like, really famous, but the the humor was just too – it was too crude for me. It was, like, mm. too much. Like, it was, like – and then they were, like, picking at everyone in the audience, and then I was, like, scared the whole time I was going to get picked on. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I was literally that's how it up. goes.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're, like, am I next? Am I next? Am I next? Yeah. That's how it goes. And I and my
2: and tried in- really hard to just, like, go and, like, laugh, and I couldn't. It was too much. Oh, my.
1: That's the <laughs> best. Especially I, um, when I was out here, I first did a few open uh, open mics, and I met you know shout out my boy Rudy that's come, uh, from Miami, and he's great with the crowd. He'll spend the first fifteen minutes just talking to the crowd, and just roasting everyone. And the best part was, you know, he'll pick whoever has the light on them because you know you can you can, as a comedian you can see the first row, maybe the second row, but after that, I got to squint, you know. And if I hear someone laugh, and I'm like, all right, who's who did that? Mm. <laughs> who did that? Because that's the energy I'm getting,
0: you know. So. <laughs> yeah yeah um it's funny because i'm the kind of guy who i'm like i hope i hope i hope he picks me i hope he picks me like, come on come on come on come we on. couldn't
2: be more opposite it's so funny yeah because
0: I, I you know i love it i'll i'll, I'll laugh so hard mm. um but but i do love when comedians pick like tough guys to talk crap to you know like, like dudes with tattoo. yeah, like tattoos. yeah tattoos gangster looking dudes oh it's the funniest it's funny. because they're sitting there and all the insecurities that they have you know typically you shield yourself your insecurities by like you know, tattoos and try to be like hard or whatever. But anyway, it comes okay. out, and and they have and they either sit there and and take it or they just start laughing. um But it's 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 really interesting to see. So mm-hmm. I love I love when they do that. <laughs> I'm, oh, well, I'm
2: not going to the kind of comedian shows you're going to then.
1: So I'm be like, I'm gonna be like... be like, come pick us, pick us. Let's talk oh, like heck, <laughs> yeah.
0: Absolutely, I'll be I'll be pointing at you the whole time. Yeah.
1: i heard heard maddie's talking smack yeah
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know i know that we were talking about this before uh before we started recording but i went out to a club list this past weekend and uh they were asking everyone for their vaccination cards
1: Mm.
0: you know and uh that's i i know we were talking about that and as far as like the legality of it but it's really interesting like uh it's like an id they're like let me see your ID and your vaccination card and mm-hmm. no one had it just on them, so the door guy—remember—he was taking like maybe th- three or four minutes to get one person in, even. And if you got, if you think about how long that would take to get the whole crowd in, because people are just looking through their phone, they're like, "I need to check my email, Google Drive, whatever." Um, it's 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 very interesting. So mm-hmm. I'm curious to see if it starts spreading, uh, or if it's just kind of like a random, like you know, every here and there,
1: people. I think it's to, gonna be. I think. I think. As sad as it sounds, I think it's here to stay, um, because I, I, you know, back to your point, I, I, the, the, a lot of venues that I was, that I was kind of looking in and getting into, a lot of them needed vaccination cards, and, and if you don't have a vaccination card, you know, you need a forty-eight hour test prior to the event, um, and you need to show that you're negative in order to get in. So it's, 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 <laughs> it's crazy. It's almost like what? And then back to your point, they don't even mention this, you know, until you get yeah. to the door. It's like, yeah. hey, where's your vax card? I'm like, so, well, a vax card? What?
0: You know, well, what are they going to do when you have they to do. have, you know, a booster or let's say you have there, there's three boosters in like a year or two and you don't have every single booster. They're going to say, well, you, you don't have the latest booster, so you, you can't come in.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> and that's when I, when I asked the question, did you get your blue shot? Yeah. <laughs> so when's the last time you had your flu shot? Yeah. yeah I, don't know. I
2: I wouldn't even know what I, I just think it's crazy. The whole point of getting vaccinated is so you don't get sick. And then they still want you to, even if you're around people who haven't been vaccinated, you can still get sick. I think this is a flawed method, but I don't
0: I mean, from, for a venue's perspective, the only reason I would see that they would care is for liability purposes. Um, right. Maybe like, I mean, if I was the owner of a nightclub and I had people, the only thing I can think that I would care of is like if, that got, if they got my employee sick, then they would not have to take the day off or you know they'd all have to be off and have no employees to run the place that's the only thing that i can see liability wise because um from a legal perspective like what is someone going to do if they get sick and they can contact trace it back to your venue like
1: it's a wrap for your venue <laughs>
0: yeah it's it's yeah. interesting
1: yeah it's crazy yeah and you even have uh some some jobs out here that are that are giving you know incentives um, and there, you know, an incentive of like, Hey, if you get your vax, if you get your backs card, you know, we'll give you X amount of dollars and, and, and that to yeah. me, I'm sorry, but that's, that's an ethical question.
0: Well, that's like, we have the lottery now, the vaccine right. lottery, right? Well, some guy just won $50,000 or some girl.
1: Wait, wait, what?
2: A vaccine lottery? <laughs> oh yeah. What? California
0: has a vaccine lottery.
2: Why? Cause they want people to get vaccinated that bad?
0: Exactly. Yep. Okay. So uh, yes. you can win money for getting
1: vaccinated. You get entered
2: this how does it, how do people not see this is so bizarre i don't
1: get it yeah but it's it, it's it's i think it's a blessing to, to be this hence woke because there's a lot of employees that are out here that just you know a hundred dollars goes a long way and the minute you tell them hey get your vaccination card we're going to give you a hundred dollars and just like shoot me up you know
2: shoot <laughs> me up for a hundred dollars i don't shoot really ind- Hondo,
1: <laughs> you know <laughs> i won't do it for less than a hundred thousand but you know a hundred dollars is, is there <laughs> <laughs> you all got a price
0: tag. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, oh you know, I'm, I'm all for science. And, and obviously, we all have tons of vaccines in us. Just, you know, growing up as a kid, um, you know, we got a lot of vaccines. And vaccines did a lot of work with smallpox and polio and things like that mm-hmm. that were really debilitating. Um, but, you know, it's, it's just funny how social media has taken over it and saying, and there's like everything has to become a war. Everything. There's, there's, there, there's no middle ground anymore. Um, either you're with it or you're against it and you can't, you can't be in or out. You got to be one or the other, Uh, or uh, sorry, you got to be in or out. Um, everything's like this now.
2: Yeah. You got to be a hardcore Baba or hardcore not. It's like, can't I just be in the middle?
1: And it's now dividing us even more. Uh, Right. you know, we, we have, you know, we have the war on, you know, what's going on right now in terms of a race around the world, not only, not only United States, but around the world. You know, after the Euros happened, you know uh, England was, was was bashed with racism because of, because of what happened, because of what they lost, and then now we have even you know individuals looking at you differently when you ask them, hey, have you been vaccinated? And you say no, and they're looking at you like you're the you're the demon. You're, the problem.
2: Yeah, you're the problem. You're the problem. You're like what?
1: Yeah,
0: you know the the, the way around that is, is just to say, um, I mean, f- number one is what like in the world, if anyone asks me a question that they want to answer to unless they have an authority to ask to, add, to ask me that and I have to give them the answer, like if a cop's like, hey, like, what's your name? Or something like that, like identify yourself, then they don't merit a response from you. So everyone's out here just trying to say, oh, yeah or no, but like is a person that's asking you, do they even deserve an answer? Because if someone asks me, hey, are you vaccinated? My answer's going to be like, who knows? Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. Like, yeah. It's, it's I not can't my remember. position to tell them. Well,
2: Absolutely. yeah, and it's like you don't need to evoke... Um, yeah, predetermined feelings like we were talking about with everyone getting offended about everything. That's yeah, why yeah. I don't even I don't even share my political views or anything like that on social media because it's just too much. It's too much. Mm-hmm.
1: It's not just, worth it. You know, From for me, for you to come up to me and ask me if I've been vaccinated, I immediately know where your mindset. You know, yeah. it's, it's almost like a, now I don't even have the conversation. Uh, I've, I've lost fully in, full interest.
2: Uh,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: or or you could just hit them with the question. Is Okay, I'll answer that as soon as you answer me. Why is the sky blue? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, you know, like something that actually matters.
1: Right.
2: Um, like, I don't know, is, are you? Yeah, yeah. Were yeah.
1: we we'll we'll the first happen. ones to land on the moon? Yes or no? <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> oh, yeah. speaking of landing on the moon,
0: uh, actually, it's funny. So, yesterday was our, our the anniversary of us landing on the moon. Um, and uh, some guy messaged me, a buddy of mine. He says, We never landed on the moon. Winky face. With the winky face, like, if, like, hey, like, I, I know something you did or, like, uh, you don't. And I'm 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 the wrong person to get into that kind of conversation <laughs> with Like, flat earthers. You're like, you book. don't want to do this today. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, just to stop. And so flat earthers, um, you know, I, I was at a pool party once. And one of my friends, she's like, yeah, I saw you post about NASA. NASA's a lie. And the earth is flat. Oh, oh, no. And in my first question, I said, the earth is flat. Okay, I go. Um, do you know about orbital mechanics, huh? I go. Okay, exactly. Like I can't even have this conversation. I was like, Do you know why AM and FM radios have different like freak, uh, reach, different uh, distances? No. Okay. Well, then I mean, this it's just it's it's like I don't even know. You can't even have a conversation with them. And um, I know uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson says the same thing. He's like, I will never debate a flat earther. He's like because one is grounded in science and one is grounded in opinion. So you can't, you can't even have a debate like that.
1: Mm-hmm. And if you did, you'd be wasting time. Genuinely. Yeah. Like, you...
0: No, you, you really would. Yeah. You'd literally be wasting time. If you're a scientist and you have to spend time debating whether the earth is flat, like, like, dude, you need to learn, just go, go learn science first.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> literally. My scientist friends. I like science. I'm, I wasn't very good at it, but I like it. If that counts.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's what it does. Yeah, of course it (laughs) does. Absolutely. Like
2: I could listen to Fabian talk about it all day, but I'm like, whoa. I was more of like, I I like, I like history. I'm Mm. really bad at math. So don't even ask me a question Mm. about math.
1: I love history too.
2: This history is so fascinating.
1: I'm a bigger fan of European history.
2: Yes. European history is
1: good. You know, I I was too. I I was, I'm a
0: huge fan. I mean, I have, just I have a Napoleon's Jacques Louis David's a Napoleon's personal painter. I have one of his paintings on my arm. I got like uh, the year uh, Alexander the Great died on my forearm, etc. So I, I love European history, but man, American history is crazy. Oh yeah, like, we're we're gangster. Like dude, we're we're pretty <laughs> well, Americans
2: wild. don't give a fuck.
1: <laughs> we, we don't have yeah, it, as much history, but it's crazy. Think about how we started. We came over and just started killing people. Like <laughs> yeah, it's like.
2: We're like we're not from here, but
1: yeah, we got <laughs> horses.
0: Well, you know, the way I look at uh, civilizations is, is like this. So, the world sees us Americans as crazy, right? These guys just eating steak, shooting guns, right? Like, especially if you're if if you don't know, the whole world thinks we're crazy, um, and a lot of people are scared to come here because they don't want to get shot because all they see mm-hmm. in our movies and our media is people shooting guns and uh, crazy stuff, right? Crazy people. Mm-hmm. So the way and. Who do we think is like the most peaceful culture? Is the Nordic people—Norway, Sweden, Finland—and and I, you know, people from those areas. You may not know this, but Americans see you guys as like socialist and weak because you know, like Sweden doesn't have a standing army or it doesn't have, um, you know, they let anybody in. They used to have open borders, and we're like, you idiots, what are you doing? But then you got to think about who's been around longer. Who who's been around the longest? So, dude, the Vikings were Swedish and Nordic, you know, Icelandic and Norwegian or Nordic. And those are the craziest people ever because they would just go <laughs> naked. That's where you get the word berserker. They would attack you <laughs> naked and just try to kill your whole, your whole family. Well, they did that for oh hundreds God. and hundreds of years, thousands of years. And now they're, they evolved and they're like, well, that doesn't really work. We tried that so much. Now we're just peaceful. Cut to Americans, we've been around for, what, 300 years. We're still a kid. We're still that, like, let's eat steak, shoot guns and stuff, and the Europeans are like, ugh, we've been there before. It doesn't work. But Mm -hmm. we got to figure that out for ourselves. So I feel like America is still young when it comes to things. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. You know? And you're right on the whole Europe looks at America. I mean, I think in terms of opportunity, greatest country in the world, right? Yeah. But it is, I think, crazy is an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're brought up in the, in the in the public schooling, you know, if you went to college, if you you know, just starting businesses and just just living the life out here, you know, in, in um different parts of the United States, being East Coast, West Coast, the South, um, you know, Midwest. I was working at one point, um, I was working with this woman that was uh from the Midwest and, and to her uh, life was very simple. You know, I wanted, you know, big, to have big inhibitions, big goals, you know, big aspirations for life. Hers was just like, yeah, I'm good here. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm good making, you know, an average living and just, you know, coming home, watching TV, all that kind of stuff. And it's just like the mindset in the United States, um, just kind of varies uh, from region to region.
0: Yeah. 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 But it's, it's really true that here, you can basically do anything you want. Uh, on 4th of July, I was with a buddy from Canada and he's been living here for a while now. And he, he said the same thing. He goes, man, this is amazing. Like, down here, you could do whatever you want. Like, you just you, you could decide to be anything you want. Whereas, like, if you grew up in, you know, parts of Canada or in, or in Europe or whatever, like, it, it's almost dictated that by, like, whatever county you live in or whatever city or area you live in, like, that's what you should be. Um, mm-hmm. And if you're not, people are like, well, well, like, what are you trying to do? This is what you got to do. This is what we all do. So just do it. Yeah. Um, and you can come over here and be whoever you want, do whatever you want. And, and anyone just accepts it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure Maddie, you're, uh, cause I know you're from a smaller, uh, smaller town area in Missouri that it's, it's kind of like that. People look at you like, Oh, look at that girl. She went to Hollywood and she's doing all these <laughs> things now. She should be home having a family and kids.
2: Oh yeah. Everyone literally is like, so what are you having? My family's from a small town in New Jersey too. So if I'm my whole family's from small towns, my, my grandma until the day she died, why don't you have a husband yet? Like what, the, what's going on? Where are your kids? And I'm mm-hmm. like, grandma, like, I want to work and figure my life out. And if I meet a man, great. And she's like, it's not like your goal. It, like, isn't that your goal? And I'm like, what? Yeah. And then like from back home, you know, I, I model and I own a meal prep business and obviously the meal prep business was accepted, but the modeling wasn't. Everyone's like, what do you think you're going to do with this? And I'm like, what? <laughs> so, okay i was like so i have to go model i have to model in a different city i guess okay mm-hmm. but it's all right you just have to find your your place and you came here just like i did to to be around more accepting people and and what you want to do and what i want to do
1: without a doubt i mean i um mom, you know i always wanted to go to med school you know my parents were like you know med school med school med school you're gonna go you know be, be get this career of some sort and then when i talked to my family back home you know, in Bosnia, and I'm like, yeah, I do comedy, and they're like, what?
2: They're like, are you good? And you're yeah, like, I'm. Do you need fine. me to
1: send you money? Like, do you need me? To- <laughs> you know, it's like, uh no, I'm good. Like, I'm, I'm fine. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not only my networking out here having a good time, but I'm, you know, following, you know, my life, my life passion. Is just yeah, smile faces
2: That is one thing. Um, I think that's cool about generation, like changing of of things. Like we were talking about, like people's sense of humor, but, mm-hmm. um it's just interesting how it's more acceptable to not like, it's not as viewed like down upon to not go to school. If you don't want to, like you can go to trade school. You can model if you just want to model, like you can do X, Y, Z. And people don't like really look at you like you're stupid. Like that you don't like have any, any goals or aspirations. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, I, I, I dealt with the same thing with my dad with being like, Hey, like I'm, I'm, even when I told him I was owning my own business, he was like, you're going to work for yourself. He was like, how are you going to have health insurance? How are you going to, you know all these things that our parents were taught that we have to have, and it has to be this way. And it's like things are finally like starting to change, where we can really like be ourselves, which is pretty cool, I think.
0: Right. I you know. You know what's interesting about all this is like, so you're doing comedy, and Maddie, you do, you do your own business stuff. Like you, you pretty much are doing what you want to do. But the way I look at it from an older person's perspective, I I, I get it because they were all about community. Like you stay with the community, you help your community, you know, if, if, if you need to take care of some of the kids so they can do like, it's all community. So when you leave the community and you're doing stuff for yourself, they're like, well, that's not helping the community at all. But that's their mindset. They don't know how to just live for themselves. But is it better to live for yourself or to live to help a community? That's, that's a question that, you know, that's like a, I guess, a philosophical question. Yeah. Um, like, like if you're producing resources do you do do you even need to produce resources for your community anymore, or is that all handled by automation, like computers and drone deliveries and stuff like that? Right, right, right. You know that's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Because back then you had kids to help you on the farm, <laughs> you know, to to help you guard. You had to have kids to protect, and now you have ADT security. You don't need, you don't need that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like technology. Yeah. <laughs> like my grandma had my my grandma on my dad's side had 12 kids and I go how how could you take care of them all she goes I didn't I would just have the older one the one that's directly above it take care of the younger one right below it and it was like a chain of command so if if one of them was missing I knew who to hit
1: the one that was directly older than him (laughs) the responsibility was different too yeah uh, yeah my 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 mother um you know my, my my mom's side is uh, muslim my dad's side is on the catholic end and if, i don't know if you're familiar with the I mean, yugoslavian war but that's why the war started yeah religion um and so when they fell in love my whole mom's side of the family like she was always she was the oldest sister of three so she was always looked at as like oh you know if the younger sister does this wrong or, or is in trouble it's your fault mm-hmm. right and then you know with her with the mindset she had blessed enough she was like you know what i need to break that because that one i'm not happy I don't like having, you know, someone controlling me when I can go do my own thing. So you're right. It's, a, it's like a generational shift. they're just kind of um, like it's almost like breaking free.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, and they're like, well, why are you not here? It's like, well, because I'm mm-hmm. living life. I'm experiencing things. Uh, but so the question I, I, I always ask myself is like when AI and, and, and like automation do everything and you don't need to make anything, like everything is completely automated. What are we gonna do? You know, when when your food is grown in a lab and you know vertical farming, uh, and then it, it's, it's delivered by a drone, automated, and then you don't even have to order anything. Your smart fridge will see when you know when it's low, and you don't have to press any buttons. It's just done for you, like mm-hmm. in that movie Wall-E. Mm-hmm. Um, then what is the job of humans gonna be? Yeah, yeah. Maddie's in deep thought right now.
2: F- Fabian freaks me out with these things Excuse and guys. it's
1: but it, it's like the truth too it's i was a big fan of the movie wally and i was like when as a young as a young kid i was looking at that movie like yeah this is going to happen this is we are on this this wave um of, of having you know a bot that's in the house wakes you up and says good morning leo would you like a coffee and i'm just like uh, <laughs> yeah let me get it going almond milk please you know and it's <laughs> I can't wait for that. But back to what your point, is Maddie, it's 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 a bit one intimidating for some individual. Even for me, it's kind of scary too because you don't know if it can turn. I know it doesn't have a consciousness, but we're creating bots that that have consciousness, that can feel yeah. emotion, that can also feel you know. Because I feel like eventually we're, we're going to have AI that that uh, cares for you when you're when you're feeling sad or when you're feeling you know emotional. Um, you don't have to go to a human. You can go to a, an, an AI. <laughs> or something. That's say You go to a robot and they fix a problem within 15 minutes. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. No, yeah,
2: it's definitely see pluses and negatives. But I think I right. think it's more scary than like, it's just the fact that like we we've been working our whole lives and then like what we might have robots taking our place. That's a little mm-hmm. terrifying in mm-hmm. my opinion. You, you know,
0: it, it goes so deep as to uh, like Siri. Siri is a, is a female voice, right? Because females are less at intimidating the voice. Um, but they've even found instances where the the husband and the wife get in a fight because the husband is, talk to, is talking to Siri too much. Now, <laughs> imagine in 10 years when Siri is like way better than she is now and she got full conversations with you um, and, and remember everything about you. Uh, then what's going to happen then? Where yeah. you'd rather talk to a computer than a human being?
1: And then what if it's a hologram? Then I'm gonna want to see Siri. You know what I mean? It's yep. <laughs> so many more problems. It's like you're gonna choose. Your wife's gonna judge you on on how you choose which uh, how your Siri looks. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh
2: no. That's interesting.
0: But I feel like we're deviating again from. A, <laughs> we're going on a tangent. <laughs>
2: this is normal in this household. Yeah, <laughs>
0: this is very true. All right. <laughs> but yeah, Maddie. Uh, this is, uh, I, you know, I, I gotta say, I do like this, this format where all three of us are on here. I, I know you can't see what it looks like, but it looks, it looks really cool. I'm
2: so glad. Yeah. You're our first, you're our first, um, virtual person.
1: I appreciate you having me. Seriously. You know, I, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I wanted to meet you too. So, you know, I'm glad we finally did. Yeah. So.
2: I expect a free comedy show
1: absolutely absolutely
0: absolutely well maddie he's actually not even real he's a he's a hologram so
2: i knew it i knew it i wouldn't put it past, I wouldn't put it past fabian to do that and not tell me until the end like
1: ha, you believe that <laughs> i'd be like what wow that would be i'm a, I'm a one-on-one Maddie. I'm. Not, i can't be a, i can't be a hologram
0: i can't <laughs> that's amazing well you no
1: me Leo... more expensive ai <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah
0: i mean it, it's it's been awesome man um you're definitely welcome back um anytime you know, on the show, and uh, we, I know we went through a lot of different, wide-ranging subjects, but uh, it was definitely enjoyable, man. Uh, before we get out of here, you want to tell people, um, you know, how they can find you on social media.
1: Yeah, without a doubt. Um. So yeah, I'm on. Uh, I don't really use Twitter. I used to use Twitter. I'm on Instagram heavily uh, as well as TikTok. So it's just Leo the Lion nine zero four. Um. So you'll see me as Lalo. That's my nickname on uh, on Instagram, but I'm on on TikTok. Uh, same thing. So all, on all platforms, it is Leo DeLine 104. I, uh, I am your favorite comedian's comedian. So uh, <laughs> there it is. I like that, man.
2: Definitely use TikTok. TikTok is like sure. so easy with the algorithm. Well, there is no algorithm. Mm,
1: there really isn't. There,
2: there
0: really, is really none, isn't. So. Hmm. There really isn't. It's free. It's free. They just take your data. But otherwise, mm. it's free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool, man. Well, um, it's been it's been very enjoyable. Um, until next time, Maddie, you want to go and give the outro? Thank you so
2: much. We'll see you guys soon. Thanks again, Leo. We love you.
0: Thank you guys for having me. All right. Have we good one.